Hello and welcome to Come Out and Play, the D&D podcast that's all trans, all the time. My name is Benjamin, my pronouns are he, him, and I will be your DM for this campaign. My name is Moss, I use Z, them pronouns, and I'm playing Ember, who uses they, them pronouns. They are a human paladin of the singing flame. My name is Mel, I use they, them pronouns. I play Trick, who also uses they, them pronouns. Trick is a huge human warrior and Ember's elder sibling. My name is Haz, I use they, them pronouns, and I play Maynard, who uses he, him pronouns, and he is a skittish wizard. I'm Chris, I play Rill, and we both use he, him pronouns. Gosh, where were we? Okay, so, at the end of last episode... You, our intrepid party of brave adventurers, had plane shifted to what is technically heaven, or a heaven at least, or at least the realm of a god who is dead. It's complicated. Anyway, you're here now, uh, as is the gnome Zouchette who is functioning as your taxi. <laughs> you are here for two reasons. The first is to rescue Rill's mum who's been here since the end of the war, mm -hmm. uh, which you recently found out. You don't really know where she is, except somewhere on this plane of existence. The other reason is that you need to find a gem, which you have been shown a gem of the particular type. It is a blue-green uh, iridescent piece of rock, and you need it to complete the circlet, which will, in turn, through several steps, uh, allow you to save the world. But first, you need the gem to put in the circlet to do the thing. There should be at least one in this realm, being as it is the realm of a dead god. But again, besides on this plane of existence, you're not really sure where, but somewhere, you hope. You explored the um, small complex of rooms in which you first arrived and found nothing particularly dramatic, although several things that were puzzling, and have just finished crossing uh, a disquieting crack in reality. Uh, it was only about a foot wide, but it felt very odd to cross it. Uh, you have just finished that. You are now in a somewhat wider corridor. Uh, you can't see a long way in either direction. Uh, it, it feels like an underground tunnel, and it winds somewhat um, up and down as well as left and right. Um, you are in a complex of tunnels, and it's hard to immediately get your bearings. But this is where you are. Uh, what would you like to do? I mean, to the best of my knowledge, we are looking for a gem, and our only plan to find this gem is walk around until we encounter said gem. So walking around is kind of one aspect. And our other thing that we were looking for is, is there anywhere where you can see a long way so that we can obtain our bearings. We were also looking for someplace notable so that when Rill communicates with his mom. Right, I mean, that's my point, though, right? Mm. So we can use that as a landmark for that. Do we think that locate object might work? I mean, I don't know exactly what this thing looks like, but... You have to have seen it before, or... You can you can 
look for one of the closest type of things. Yeah. But since um, this is underground and we only know it's a gym, that might not be very no, helpful. No, hang on, hang on. We were shown an exact such thing. Um, so, and you were saying, this was your plan previously, I'm pretty sure you mentioned it as a plan. You were saying that you could uh, try just divining for them, right? I can try, yeah. Um, but right. I, I think we might want to explore a little bit first. All right. Uh, I believe we were chalking our route, if I recall correctly. Oh no, we had string to start with. You had um, string, yes. The string was previously attached to a wizard, which will no longer be helpful because the wizard is now with us. The wizard is now with you, but on the other hand, you haven't lost the wizard. That's true. Um, let's go for chalking, I think, right? We'll chalk down our roots. Okay. And see, and try and be consistent about, you know, leading back, we'll take this as our sort of base point mm -hmm. from which we can develop an idea of space. Okay. And once we've gotten our bearings, we can try to look a bit deeper. Yeah? Sure, sure. <laughs> I say it with all the confidence of someone who has never been a miner or even been down in a mine, but at least one of us has been down inside a mine before, so like... <laughs> Could someone roll me a... some kind of navigation check? I guess it would be either um, either investigation or survival, depending on whether you're doing it by uh, carefully working things out or vibes. I'm quite good at survival. And I'm quite bossy. <laughs> <laughs> in and out of character. Um, I might, I might go for a survivally one. That's right, my people. Yep, that sounds good. good. Oh ho ho! Twenty-four. Nice. Ooh, nice. That is very good. On the ball today. Okay. So over the course of the next ten, twenty minutes of of gently exploring, uh, you figure that it's difficult to use standard cardinal directions because you are underground, but you do pass additional. Uh, running water occasionally and it feels like most of the water is running in at least not contradictory directions so you establish that one of the directions you can use at least at the moment is uphill versus downhill hmm. so you have uphill and downhill and then relative to that you can identify a left and a right because that's a consistent marker so you have at least some terms of reference for yourselves with which to navigate. Uh, the corridors around here, when you first popped in, the corridors were a fairly uh, ordinary grey. Um, fairly quickly, as you leave that place behind, you are noticing uh, bluish uh, veins in the rock, like, like marbling. Hmm. I'm going to try scraping at it, just out of curiosity. We're in a fairly, um, we're in um, a fairly experimental, ex exploratory. Um, what are you, what are you using? Are you, are you, what are you testing um, it with? I'm not like, I'm not like doing a scratch test so much as I'm just trying to see what it looks like if you, if you scratch it out a bit as a powder or something. I don't know. You are you are able to scratch marks, but it's not doesn't feel soft. It, it feels it feels like rock, um, hmm. 
Trick's probably not uh, enough of a geologist to have invented the hardness scale. <laughs> um, you, you can scratch sort of surface marks onto it. You would need to work quite hard to carve it. It sure. feels rock levels of, of toughness. That's fair. I was just curious. It was mentioned in the description, so, so I got curious about it. That's fair. Hmm. I don't suppose we've encountered then. I imagine you would have mentioned if we encountered any like open areas, though. Well, you haven't been uh, ex- exploring very long. That's fair. Um, you have confirmed that you are in this kind of network of tunnels. Uh, you do uh, find, not blocking your path, you could just continue to explore the corridors, but a spiral staircase running uh, both up and down. Quite exciting. What do we think? Mm, is it open enough that if I, if real peers down, uh, can he see anything with his dark vision? Roll me perception. Twenty-eight. Ow. Um, you peer upwards. The staircase just terminates a couple of turns upwards, and before there are any other exits, it just ends in blacker than black nothing. Hmm. Uh, downwards, um, there's at least two or three other floors uh, before it reaches just the bottom of a stairwell. So it doesn't descend into infinity, um, but it will let you go down two or three stories, two or three floors. All right. Well, do we want to try and um, walk up through one of those cracks in, in the universe here? Or do we want to go down? There doesn't seem to be anything... Um, uh, well, none of those down there, at least. I can't say for sure if anything's going to jump out at us, but it looks safer. I mean, I'd certainly rather go down. I don't want to cross more of those than I want to. Yeah, I think that a, a, slightly under a foot of that was very unpleasant. I don't want to encounter anything bigger. Yeah, and I couldn't... See through it either, so I don't know. I don't know what's yes, up there. Let's not go throwing ourselves into infinite space. Agreed. So you're, you're making your way downwards. It's not the most comfortable set of stairs uh, because this is definitely more on dwarf proportions than on yours. So the the depth and fall of the stairs is not quite how it might be if it was designed for you, but it's mm. perfectly navigable. And as you come around, it's it's sort of me trying to work out what what would interest or tempt you of the many Mm. wonders of this realm as to what you want to know about. So you're looking for for landmarks and things, yeah? Yeah. 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 Okay. So the first opening that you pass looks very much like the corridor that you came out of. The second, if you keep going... Uh, the noise of running water intensifies as you come towards it, and, and when you look through that doorway, rather than a regular corridor, it is a shallow stream with no dry edges. Just the whole floor of the corridor is about six inches deep in water that is chattering its way along the corridor. Oh. Uh, and the water is slightly phosphorescent where it brushes up against the walls. Well, that's going somewhere. I will. Hoping that I've taken in the description correctly because I'm a bit fuzzy. Mm-hmm. Um, I will kick. I will use my boot to splash a little of the water. Like, what do you think? What do you think, real? 
How's this for a landmark? It's a pretty good landmark, I have to be honest. Um, all right, I can, uh, I can, I can try um, messaging her and, and see, see how that goes. See what we gather. All right. You want to maybe write it out and get as much information in there as you can. Maybe um... mention to maybe mention that we're sort of that we're however long we. However long we've been going, because you said like at some point you transitioned to the, to the blue marbling, right? Yes, um, almost immediately once you got past the crack. Okay. So you you were initially looking at plain grey rock, and now you are in a, an area of of blue marbling. Okay, so maybe we use the rock as sort of our our positioning, right? We let we let we let her know that we're however many minutes down downhill of where the of where grey rocks transitions to blue marbling and then we're in sort of a phosphorescent pool and then maybe hopefully if there's other phosphorescent water or something it will link back maybe try and get her to give some sort of coordinates to us okay sound of a cleric counting 25 yes (laughs) (laughs) that mythic constant I don't know how to spell phosphorescence, but I know what I mean, so that's fine. <laughs> With a pH. Two pHs. <laughs> okay. Precisely 25. I, I wrote hey. most of this last week, and I sent it to Ben, so I just had to, <laughs> just just had to add in. in what we actually found. Uh, Let me just pull something else up. Give me just one moment. Okay, go ahead. Okay, does anybody have any suggestions or additions to what I have, what I put down? Uh, my ears are open. Yeah. No, sounds good. Sounds yeah. good? Alright. So Rill just sort of sits down cross-legged um, next to the stream um, and while he is looking down at it, he pulls out this little bit of, of copper wire and um, he casts Sending to his mother and he sends We're here. We're near the phosphorescent stream with blue marbling. I'm going to scry on you. You'll feel it. Let it happen. Where are you? Is the by now familiar pause? You're already here. We're in the Avery, in the gold area. You might be a long way from us. Gold, blue, green, red, around the whole realm. What's in Avery, Ben? An aviary is a place where you keep birds. Oh, okay. Um, or bats, but you know, by yeah. extension. <laughs> okay, so we're in the blue area, and she's in the gold area. Gold, okay. blue, green, red. Is that the sequence of colors? I think we need to find another color then to, to test it out mm. to see, right? Because if it is, we'd either find something gold or something green. Right, right. So maybe hold off on your scrying until... Yeah, I'll hold off. ...we get back into the gold. Still, it could be worse. We could be on the other end. Zuset's going to jump in. If that set of colours goes all the way around the realm, could be a very long walk east or west to find the next one. How long has it been here? Well, in our realm, a hundred years or so, but in here, it's been significantly... Time works strangely between the realms. Um, we spoke 
um, before when when I first tried to reach out to her, and it's she said it was you know decades, um, not even a century, as far as she could tell. Still, I feel one could do a substantial amount of exploring in a decade. It's true. Well, she didn't say this stream will bring you directly to us. No. No. Is there any particular benefit in going along it and getting our feet wet? Not as I see it. Mm. That's alright, we've got something to orient ourselves to. Um, I'm just hoping that she meant, that she meant, you know, that there's a series of, that the realm's divided into those areas, and not that it's, you know, bands, you know, repeating bands. Mm, or up and down, even. Of left and right. Well, we haven't gone that far from the stairway. We could take a look, see what's on the floor underneath this. Let's. Well, we can at least go down and see. Yeah. Right. All right. We'll poke our heads down there then, I think, and see yeah. if it's in a different color. It is. It is still uh, blue veins, so same color. Uh, the door out of this bottom of the stairwell. Uh, the. <laughs> It opens into a path that, rather than going across the door, it goes straight forward from the door. Does that make sense? It's not a crossroads. Yes, yes. The door is at the very end of the corridor. Right. There's a movement in the air, like, a, like an air, like a faint breeze flowing uh, into this doorway. Oh, that is the first doorway we've seen. Everything else has just been um, archways. Do you think we should take a look? I've had a thought, Suchette. Mm. When we were back in Barragrim, mm. you sent off little little beasties to do some scouting. And I you did. sent off a few of them. I don't know how taxing that is for you, but maybe you could send off beasties in different directions to expand our search area. It's not too difficult. They don't last they they last about an hour. Mm. And they can go about a mile. Ah. So I'm I they're not they're not too taxing, but I've been holding off until we have a specific area we want to explore in more detail. No, no, that makes sense. Not, not so good for long range scouting. It was just a thought. If we find ourselves in a maze, they'll be great for getting us out. Hmm. Alright. Well should we strike forwards? I mean Might as well. As you go along this corridor, you notice it getting a little brighter. The whole place has been on the low end of normal lighting, if that makes sense. So the humans have not been struggling for lack of dark vision, uh, but it has been soft sort of candlelight levels of light. Mm -hmm. Going along this corridor, it brightens somewhat and becomes a... a paler shade, a whiter shade, and you go forward uh, probably about, about 50 yards, and the corridor has this gentle turn to the right as you're walking. So by the time you see the far end, you've lost sight of where you came in, and you find yourselves coming through another archway into a very large open space. The floor beneath your feet is beautifully polished white marble, still with those blue veins, but it is an unbroken sheet 
of polished marble. The walls stretch away in a huge circle. There is a high dome over your heads. And it's hard to make out if there's any any other details to be seen of the space itself because the light in here is very bright and it is coming from something there is a bright white light source floating at about head height in what looks like the center of this very large room so it is still 100 feet from you and surrounding it is this complex and ever-moving set of armatures, thin ones. This is, there is some kind of mechanical thing surrounding the light source, and each of these arms has, sometimes it is, or it looks like a gem, sometimes it's a mirror, sometimes it's a, a golden symbol of some kind, all of them orbiting and revolving. Now this is a landmark. That's definitely a landmark, but uh, none of them would have gone in here, not with that, not with that bright of a light. Uh, not unless really? I had to. It does not seem like a particularly safe place, and nothing about this situation makes me feel like it's safe to spend a lot of time in here, and definitely not safe to touch whatever that is. So we go back up, unless anybody wants to poke at the big glowing thing in the middle of the room. Well, don't you? You know my stance. Well, if, if we were here for any other reason, I'd be tempted to at least poke at it a bit, but right are now... Are you sure no. that's not what we're looking for? Zushet, does that look like something that we'd be looking for? Zushet is going to roll a uh, arcana check. It doesn't look very gem-like. Gems have been known to produce light. It might have, might have one of the gems built into it. I can't be sure while it's, without taking a much better look and possibly dismantling it. There's even a chance that it's what we're looking for. I think we should get a closer look. Wait, wait, wait. Why don't you use the spell? Are you addressing Zuchet or Maynard? I mean, I'm addressing, I'm addressing Rill because that's fair. Rill has. You know, expressed possession of this spell. This, this, this is the spell that has been, you know, brought up as our thing to do once we're in the vicinity. All right, if it's if we think it could be. No, you're right. We we could, we could we could check from back here. Uh, do you want to take it or shall I? Uh, could you take it? Of course. And Duchette, uh twists her hands through a short uh, sequence of, of arcane symbols and closes her eyes for just a moment. Yes. Uh, we will need to deactivate it. Oh. It, it's hard to explain. It's, it's flickering in and out, which I think means it would be what we want if it wasn't currently being this, I think. All right. Okay. Is this is this going to do anything to taking this away? It won't deactivating it. It it won't. I won't make you any such promises. All right. Well, 
we know where this room is, then then I think we need to find my mother first. But this isn't going to go anywhere. Hopefully. We could be going a long way. Although, although, and I will, I've got, <clears throat> I've got axes. Um, I assume that there is, there is some sort of corner around, right? No, this is a room with no corners. I, I this is a round room. Uh, in anywhere along the corridor, <laughs> it, it stairs. has a bend. There are stairs. There are stairs. The, the corridor has a slow bend. To be clear, when I say corner, I am happy with any like approximately ninety degree angle on any surface. The the point where the corridor enters the, the large round room is approximately ninety degrees. Right. That's also, you are looking straight at the thing when you stand in the corridor. All right, I don't want that. Listen, I say, okay, look. There is nothing to hide behind. I'm sorry. I don't want to hide behind anything. There's nothing I want to hide behind, I promise. I say, look, you're right, but we could be going a long way before we, before, um, um, and, we'd, and we want to avoid having to come back. So we need to turn around and get back to the stairs anyway. We'll, I'll, get, I'll get us a bit of the stairs. I say, oh, confidently. Yes. Sorry. The DM now <laughs> understands. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, knocking a bit out of the banisters in the stairs will still, to be clear, take a lot of effort because they're still rock. Fine, I'm very strong. I've got an axe. I'm not as strong as Ember now, though, which is very frustrating. <laughs> yeah. You have been overtaken. Hmm. Student has surpassed the teacher through magically being superhumanly strong. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm, just, I'm just chipping a hunk out of any angle I can find to um, give to Zushat. You, you are ruining the beautifully carved balustrade. Alas. Alack. It is very sad, especially for students of architecture. Okay, so after a solid half an hour of hacking away, you have blunted this axe, by the way. Fine. I've got a new one. Yeah. I have problems holding onto hand axes. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think you've, you... You probably haven't rendered it unusable, but uh, it definitely shows signs of having been abused by being used to cut rock. Mm -hmm. We didn't like that. I'll add a, I'll add a, I'll, I'll, put, I'll, I'll make it a minus one hand axe. How does that feel? <laughs> Sounds ideal. Yes, it's now a <laughs> blunt hand axe. <laughs> right. Okay, so having, having uh, chipped out a piece of this uh, rock from very close to the mysterious light source, mm. um, you resume your explorations. Uh, which 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 approximate direction are you trying to go in? I think fundamentally, we need to get away from the grey zone because grey's no good. So if we just keep going away from the grey zone, we'll hopefully hit either the green or the gold zone. So just further away, I suppose. We'll go back up to the level we're at because yeah, that seems very navigable. Back up to the first floor, and then... Although it does occur to me, if we find a way up, we should probably go up, because if I were an aviary, I would be up, traditionally. You don't tend to build underground dovecuts. That'd be bad. Even so. Uh... You'd want to be up within the context of... Right? Yeah, I suppose so. Do we want to try and go through the... No, um... no, no, no. I'm saying oh, we find no, another no. way up. No, another God, that's what I was up. thinking. <laughs> yes, another set of stairs. Yeah, yeah. 
So I think the plan is further out and further up. Okay. To the best of our abilities. Roll, roll me another uh, navigation thing, rather than this. I th- yeah, this will be either either survival or intelligence. I think still. That's all right. I'm very survivally. It is your skill. I'm getting confident now. Thirteen. Yeah, you know. You find it unexpectedly tricky to go much further up. Um, you keep you keep running into dead ends. Hmm. Either uh, places where where the uh, the void has encroached, or simply small rooms or ends of corridors that do not appear to continue. Hmm. Do we do we investigate that gap? I say eventually. I think we should. There doesn't seem to be any other way through it. Hmm. All right. Um. We'll return to the gap. So I've got a crossbow bolt. Um, I will just remind you, because I know it was last week, when you were exploring on the other side of the gap, you also found that to be a dead end. Hold on. No, 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 I meant the gap up. Farewell. Yeah. The oh, stairwell. Sorry, stairwell. sorry. Sorry. Yes. I, I sorry, no, that's fair. Okay, you're back in, back, back in the stairwell looking at the... So, yeah, you can't see an other side. Mm. The stairwell disappears into void, and you don't see it resuming again. Hmm. Mm. I will, I will um, fire a crossbow bolt up there. <laughs> just to sort of try. Yeah, ro- roll me perception. Okay. Eleven. You, you fairly quickly lose track of the crossbow bolt itself. Mm. It shoots off this t- small metal object into the black and for the first few feet it's reflecting the light from the corridor and then you just blink or your eyes twitch and and you lose track of it but as you are looking out into this nothing you start to see very distant light not not exactly points of light but they might be patches they might be very distant things maybe but what really makes them not stars is that they are all moving ah i will i I, still with my eyes fixed up there i'm gonna like grab at whoever is standing nearest to me just gonna grab their shoulder and be like look up and just sort of keep looking do you think that those are the other sides I don't know. I mean, if there's a hole in nothing where there's something, there must be a hole of something in where there's a bunch of nothing? So what, ben. they're just pieces of existence? Islands in the middle of this nothingness? Well, well I mean, it's it's like we're on the outside of the barrel, and this is a hole in, and maybe these are the other holes looking out. Hey, Ben, with my, in my experience of horrible beasts from beyond the edges of reality. Mm-hmm. Do they have any phosphorus any luminescent tendencies? You've you've seen a couple that did, but not mm. not in any kind of consistent not as a rule. Fair. Hmm. I tear my eyes away and say, I think it might be time for another message. Like maybe that maybe she'll know the light room. Right? We'll have a proper it might be able to help us either navigate to her from there. 
or might be able to join us towards mm. there from where she was. Oh, but then she knows the light room. She'd have known the phosphorescent river, surely. I can, I can see. I don't know if anything's going to have changed based on that, but no, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Mm. Maybe we should go back, and maybe if we have the the gym, it'll help us. I don't know, get places or open something up. Or maybe, yeah, just tear something open. Maybe get we might have to. There's yeah, no other way forward, so. And we're we're planning to do it sooner or sooner or later. I mean, it's yeah, that seems reasonable, right? I think so. I mean, when you've exhausted all other options, you have one option left, and it doesn't matter whether it's right or wrong. It's the only one. Oh, we'll make a we'll make well, a we'll make a true disciple of the Lord for years. <laughs> <laughs> We might have one other option, actually, I was thinking. Um, just how long is that chain that you have? Does it just go Do on? Know, I'm not sure I've ever, worked, I've, not, I've ever worked it out. Should we see? I mean... Well... I mean... Ember can... can jump for some time, and Maynard can fly, and oh, no. if that chain goes on... <laughs> For a while. No, no, I don't think you want to just launch yourself deep in there. I'm not sure that's a good idea there, Real. Maybe you're right. It's just uh, the danger of going poking at, at something like that is... I don't know if there's any way around it. I'd rather, but... I think that it's much more dangerous to go putting yourself in a bunch of nothingness. I mean... Just walking through a little bit of it is terrible. I can imagine staying in it for any amount of time would be much, much worse. Yeah, I think I'd rather take my chances with the celestial doodad. At least that's a little more, I gesture vaguely, you know, creational. <laughs> yes, we yeah, definitely know that that... Boring a term from a different game system, but whatever. <laughs> It's definitely something, whereas this is nothing, and I don't know what to do with nothing, but we know what to do with something. Yeah, what he said. All right, we'll go and poke at the celestial doodad. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> you return to the room of the celestial doodad. It continues to be gently rotating and, and uh, shifting in complex patterns. Mm. So, what should we do? Just... Rabbit? Well, hold on, no, there's levers. Levers? Is there levers? So there's not levers. There's uh, arms of various length with things mm. on the end. It doesn't. It does not look obviously controllable. It mm. has many moving parts. Ah, uh, well, I don't think I have any points in scroot, so I don't know if I'll be able to scroot it. Um, <laughs> I think it's possible we may have to get stuck in. It's always possible we'll be extremely lucky and I will walk in and pull out the power source and nothing bad will happen. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Possible. But not probable. I'm open to other suggestions. No, I think that's the best one. <laughs> that's the best we've got at this point. I'll, uh, if you reckon you can pull bits out of it, I'll stay with you just to shield you. More that I think I can find out what it does when I try, and then we'll have something to go on. 
Okay. Well, I'll still stick close, hey? I'll still stick close by, hey? Fine by me. Hmm. Unless we think it would help to be invisible. I look very dubiously at this celestial th- this celestial emitter of light. And, yes, uh, you're probably right. This celestial emitter of light, uh, de- devoted to the god of the god of the god of prophecy and unseen things. <laughs> and... Well, now that you mention it, mm. all right, let's give it a try. Zouchette is, uh, as I say, you are about a hundred. It's it's about a hundred yards from the the walls of this very large room to this light source in the middle. And uh, your gnome friend is going to march on up there and try to get close to the light source itself and grab it. If anyone wishes to do anything before she does this, speak now. I'm going to cast Bless on her. She appreciates it. Gonna... Gonna... Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, Vril's going to cast a spiritual weapon, just in case. Are we ready? I am going to cast some spells now. Just a, <laughs> just a, just a little bit of mage armor. <laughs> and an armor of Agathas, just in case. Okay. Let me just check whether Zushet has mage armor, because we wouldn't want to do anything silly like not use it. Can't imagine someone playing a caster running into a fight and not putting on mage armor. I mean, in this case, she no, she doesn't have it. I've just checked, and she hasn't got it. So <laughs> she'll just be doing this uh, in her pajamas. Uh, she got me. She has got you, and you are tougher than pajamas. That's right. <laughs> Put that on your CV. <laughs> Proven to be tougher than pajamas. <laughs> right now, it's a ten surgeons agree, but what the fuck do they know? <laughs> To be fair, that is probably Trick's opinion of barber surgeons. <laughs> that they know nothing about pajamas. Or anything else. You can't trust them. Find a cleric. Can't trust a barber surgeon. Anyway. <laughs> so, Zouchette is having a little difficulty in getting between all of the various uh, moving armatures and things uh, to the light source itself. Um, it takes a bit of dodging and weaving. Uh, it's obviously easier for her than it is for Trick because she is smaller. Um, mm. Less than half your size, certainly. Um, so if you are trying to get right up to the center, uh, you both need to make dexterity checks. Uh, dexterity checks, you say? Dexterity check. Not a dexterity save, but a dexterity check. Uh, now then. I'm sorry to do this to you. Now that would be an eight. Mm. Oh, well, good news. Zouchette also rolled an eight. That's good. Um, you see, with your greater height, you may have to duck more things, but you can also occasionally jump over them, which she can't really. Mm-hmm. Um, there are just a lot of moving parts, and you are really struggling to find a way through them without having to force anything. Mm. Um, we could misty step in. Give it a try. I'm imagining us having been rebuffed. Yes, I think at this point yeah. you have uh, stepped back to, to rethink your approach because that didn't seem to be working for you. She's so going to use my benign transposition so I can save a spell slot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. A teleport through the moving armatures. Try and get as close as I can to glowing gem. Yeah. Um, 
the sort of the area of difficulty begins about 20 feet out. I think your benign transposition is 30. Yes. Yeah. So you, you have enough, enough jump ability to do that. And, and it's, it's a very bright light source. It is so bright that it's really, very difficult to identify um, any shape that is within it. It is hovering in an incomplete sphere. So it's not that it's, it's you, you can reach out and touch it, but it is hovering in the heart of this complex machinery that is shifting around it. And you are occasionally having to duck or shift to, to dodge a moving part. Uh, and as you reach out to touch it, I do need a wisdom saving throw, please. Excellent. Love that. Fifteen. Fifteen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You are, as you reach out towards it, before you even manage to make contact, you are overcome by a vision. And you know it's a vision, because for an instant, it seems to rush up towards you from the light. But then it sweeps over you, and it feels completely real. It feels as if you are present, but you remember you're not lost in it. You remember where you were standing. You're, you're sure that this is a vision, but what you are experiencing is that you are a great bird made of flame flying over a rocky landscape towards a great palace of amber and fire. And it goes on for several seconds, feeling your wings beat, seeing the tiny red lights in the windows of the palace before it just as suddenly ceases and you are yourself and your hands have just gone slack from the strength of the vision you don't you're not you are still not holding that object you are standing in front of it i try and use mage hand to grab it okay roll a wisdom save no, what? Really? Yeah, touching really. touching it. God. 26. It doesn't budge. No. Mage Hand can only produce a certain amount of force, and in this case it appears to be insufficient to uh, extract this object fr from its housing. Uh, however, what does happen while you are taking the time to do Mage Hand uh, is it has reacted to your attempts to extract it from its housing. Uh oh. Um, and a large proportion of the moving parts have coalesced very rapidly and complicatedly into not exactly figures, more like into armor being animated by or animated around the shapes of figures. Uh, four of them in a ring around the light source. They have, insofar as you can see them, a martial posture. Uh, Maynard is inside that ring. The rest of you are outside that ring. 
And I would like to know at what distance and also for you all to roll initiative. I'm imagining this in my head as Maynard tried to grab the gem, had the vision, fell on the floor, tried to use <laughs> mage hand. So now he is sitting <laughs> on the floor. And he, he just like looks up and just, just looks up at the, <laughs> the quickly coalescing armored things and just goes, oh, piss. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> I love to specify to my G I love I love when my GM is like, now listen, you are a squishy mage in incredible in incredible danger by yourself, and you're like, now I also want to specify that I'm prone. Don't let anyone say that I'm not prone at the start of combat. <laughs> I don't want there to be any doubt here. <laughs> That's 17 for me. The good news is that I'm going pretty high up in the initiative order, so I have a chance to get myself out of this. Got some weaseling yeah, out of to do. In the, in the chat for me, but also uh, mention them for the listeners. Got an eight. It's all that armor you're wearing. Thirteen. It's all that armor you're wearing. <laughs> <laughs> the nice floaty nineteen for me in all my light wizard robes. The answer to all your problems is don't wear armor. I mean, really. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey! Listen, I got seventeen. I don't know what you're complaining about. I would also like to know in um, the thing it stands out to to a range of about twenty feet. Uh, I have about fifty feet from the thing before I run out of map space. So I'd really appreciate you being within fifty feet of it. Um, you know, I mean, I f I figured we were but like outside yeah. of its whirling range. Yeah, at least personally. Cool. Same for me. I think Zuchette is standing a little further back because she's a squishy wizard. That's fair. Yeah, Rill's probably also standing a little further back just to be as away from the big shining light source as he can. That's fair. That's fair. He's like, like you know what? That's just you know what sucks? Yeah, he's like, hmm. You know, I was happy we were underground a little bit, but now what this if is I terrible. Was further from that. Oh well, uh, Zuchette rolled a one. Oh no, it's a shirt. Shirt. Stop trying to figure out what it is and be prepared for it to attack us horribly. To be fair, she's been she's been the back backbone of this entire like, this entire thing we've got going it's here. To be a taxi. But it is very helpful sometimes to have one. An invaluable taxi. There you go. That's a notebook. I'm just imagining Z shirt as Yadar, just like. Oh well, I see. She's sit in the car while you... taxi service is here again, I suppose. She's just going to sit in the car while you finish saying goodbye to your friends. No, don't worry about her. <laughs> she can wait. <laughs> okay, so Zuchette, uh has an initiative of bad today. Um, I want you to know that one of the things on this list is orb. <laughs> the orb deserves its own initiative. The orb clearly. is in the initiative order. <laughs> I hope it's not as annoying as the last orb. How dare you. Oh, that was an annoying orb. Hey, are there any pools of water in our generals? <laughs> no, wait, hang on. I need that orb. We need that orb. Yeah, we can't shove this one in a pit. Mm. We could shove uh, it in the bag, I guess. And, and to be to be fair, you remember, you remember the very small constructs you encountered, the one where Ember jumped off a, a thing? Yeah. <laughs> Those were literally written down in my in my encounter sheet as orbs of annoyance. <laughs> because all they had was the basic cantrip firebolt that was their only attack and I was like they will defeat these easily they will merely be irritating and then 
and then I was nearly right. <laughs> okay, so after some vamping, you are faced with these four uh, shapes. The these patchwork, insubstantial suits of armor that have suddenly coalesced out of mirror and gemstone and golden wire. They are approximately humanoid. They shift in ways not known uh, to, to, to the normal movements of humans. Uh, and you know they are, are hostile because, uh, because the unseen figure within one of them is grabbing for Maynard. Uh, Maynard, please roll um, either athletics or acrobatics. Whichever you would prefer to resist a grapple with. Um, slightly better in one of those, I guess. 16. Bad? Not bad? Not bad. Frustratingly, um, it rolled a 3. So even, even with a fairly decent strength, that's not enough. You are too slippery for it. Uh, you, are so, you are still on the floor, and you have seen this pair of invisible but sort of insubstantially armoured arms like sweep through the air above your head um, as you you, 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 had, you were reaching with your mage hand to try and m grab this gem and it wouldn't budge and as you have dropped your hand in annoyance this other hand sort of sweeps past where your wrist was and fails to grab you good that's good I don't think it can try again to grab you with the... Oh, no. No, actually, it has multi-attack. It's going to attempt to... to <gasps> gonna have another attempt to grab at you, because it does have multi-attack. And electric oh, do multiple no. grapples and shoves in the turn if, if they want to. So That's true, okay. because it counts as an attack, not as an attack. On account of it, it's an attack. Um, so, yeah, please please roll another, another attempt to resist. Really dicing with fate here. Dex bonus of one. Thirteen. Okay, this time uh, it collars you. Excellent. I would like to take some damage from my armor of Agathos. Sure. Uh, ten. Ten cold damage. Mm-hmm. It's... You are all seeing, like, the frost extend across the otherwise invisible creature. Uh, it's not detailed enough to sort of... You wouldn't be able to recognize the face. But it is spooky. Uh, yeah, it collars you and it drags you along the floor 15 feet back uh, before uh, letting go of you again. Ah, I see. They're protecting. It is now your turn. I would like to misty step away to a safe distance, a wizard safe distance. Um, I think it's probably best to sort of just put myself between uh, real and Zouchette. Well, we'll just line all the squishies up in a nice row. <laughs> just in case, like, that's helpful. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you can see where they are. Uh, okay, and... trick. Yeah. Sorry, I meant, sorry, if you finish your turn. But that was a bonus action. I could take an action if it's a cantrip. But I think I'm going to leave it now, actually. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just going to leave it for there. Okay. All right. Um, so I have a new toy. 
which I'm looking forward to using. Um, that new toy is called a Javelin of Lightning. Um, <laughs> and is it? I think I think using it is an action. Using its like special thing is an action. I think so. Which makes sense because it is basically casting lightning bolt rather than an yeah. attack. Crucially, um, <laughs> rather than part of the rather attack. than one of your standard attacks of which you can make several. Yes. Yes. Um, so I'm going to line up. Ooh, I don't think I'm too worried about damaging the actual thing that we're here for. Like it seems like a fairly, like quintessentially sturdy thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to circle, um, so that I can line up between the. I'm imagining these. I'm just imagining these like bits of armor and armored bits and stuff formed into shapes. I imagine them sort of coalesced around different colored lights, maybe, to sort of just sort of distinguish them. Um, <laughs> so I'm circling around so the green and um, green and orange one line up with the center. Yeah, and in, in this case uh, specifically, uh, the colors of, of thing that you are seeing in, in the sort of they're all sort of made of mirror and gem and, and wire. Mm. Um, but one of them has a distinctly red hue. One of them is gold. One of them is mm. blue. And one of them is green. Mm. So since the gold and green ones are lined up nicely, flanking the... You would like the... to be lined up with them. Yes. Um, such that I can hurl my lightning javelin at the green one. Yeah. Romeo, is it an attack or a, a save? So basically, the lightning bolt component is a dexterity saving throw, um, mm-hmm. and the um, javelin component is a regular. It, and, and the sorry, the target doesn't make a saving throw. I just make an attack against the target, and everything else um, makes everything a in the middle saving, saving throw. throw. Yes, exactly. Okay, roll your attack against the green one first. Yep. Um, God, press the button to make it do the thing. No, it's decided to open a different thing, which I don't want to be open. Um, how to flame javelin of lightning. Oh boy, that's a 24 to hit the green one. Woohoo! Uh, yes. Um, so the green one is taking... Uh, the green one is taking five piercing damage, and... Um, two, three, four... And um, 18 lightning damage. Nice work. Well done. Mm. Uh, the gold one in the middle. Um, is it a dex save? Yes, it's a dex save. 13. Uh, no, terrible. 10. Mm-hmm. And the orb, does the orb count? The, the orb does not appear to have any dodging abilities. Ah, okay. Well, that's 11 lightning damage for the other one. Mm-hmm. For the gold one. And um, 17 for the orb, so that's quite gratifying. You have electrocuted uh, an orb. I hope you're very proud. Sick. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, well, while I'm here, um, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna, um, use my action surge. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to um, uh, press in, engage the... Green, green one, green one, gold one, gold one, gold one. Engage the gold one, <laughs> and have at it with my, um, have at it with my shiny new sword, my very shiny new sword. It's a very shiny new sword. I'd love to do that thing that I just yeah. said. Um, so first, I'm like, while it's still zapped, I'm coming with a fifteen to hit. 
misses, I'm afraid. Yeah, it's quite tough to work like, out what it's bits. It's quite are... tricky to hit an invisible thing. Yeah. 18? 18, 18 hits. 18 hey! Um, which is 8 slashing damage, and I'll mark it while I'm... While I'm... Actually, no, I'll leave the green one marked, because it's further away from me, so that's more annoying for it. Okay. 8 slashing damage <laughs> on the green. On the gold, sorry, and you've marked the green. Yes. And now I am out of actions. Oh, actually, that's not true because I can still bash this. Uh, I can still bash this one with my shield. <laughs> Come to think of it, as my bonus action, which I would love to do. Mm. Um, um, that's a twenty-two, and I forget what I get to do. I think I can knock it prone, so I will knock it prone. Yes. Not actually sure. Um. So you 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 you, you smack against some of the the sort of armoring framework. In mm. a way that should knock it off balance, um, mm. but maybe because it's still connected at the back to the rest yeah. of the machine, it doesn't doesn't go over. I'm afraid. Oh well, it didn't cost me anything. <laughs> yeah, you've learned a thing, which is that these are not as easily knocked prone as as uh, other things. Tragedies. Ah, well, that feels good. I feel very effective. I'm enjoying my new toy. The orb, which was already very bright. It doesn't, it's not as, it does not seem as if it just gets brighter. It seems as if it expands and the boundaries of it just flood past you so that you are within the light. And I need everyone to make a wisdom save. Because I'm fairly sure at this point, everyone is looking at it. That's a 20. <laughs> I am an unstoppable god of war. <laughs> 17. 15. 21. I learned my lesson. <laughs> <laughs> and I will roll for Zouchette. Uh, basically decent, but I don't think enough. Wizard's not noted for being wise. Actually, no, it was enough. It was enough. Um, so the two of you who were in the teens. Uh, what's, a, what's a fun one? Sorry. This is this is this is purely failure to have written a list of visions in advance, which I should have done. Uh, you two, who did not make your saving throws, so the two of you who were in the teens, mm. you have a brief vision, which again you are aware is a vision. You are working a field. You are in fact hoeing between rows of wheat. It's a, a hot, sunny day. You're stripped down to your loincloths working away and then there is a sharp hot wind strongly blowing past you and you turn and look at where it came from and there's a dark spot on the horizon and that is expanding and rushing towards you and there is a smell of greenery and rot and then the ground beneath you is erupting in plant life and wrapping around you and then you are stunned for the next turn mm. oh. don't love that no uh real uh it is your turn unfortunately you are at, at this moment when it would be your turn you are having a vision yes <laughs> unfortunately you are, you are sadly preoccupied by having a vision, because visions take time. The uh, 
green glimmering one is going to sort of zoop so as to get uh, range on Trick and attacks them twice with with a a pale green flung handful of flame. Oh no! Uh, first one is twenty-two to hit. Um, I will raise my shield and okay. take it on the shield. shield? Um, it doesn't matter what I roll because my armor class is twenty-two. Yeah, uh, and the second one uh, will will therefore miss because that is nineteen. So there are two splashes of pale green fire on Trix's shield, but you are okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ember, I'm afraid you are you are having a vision. Mm-hmm. Uh, this red one, based on who is being aggressive, I think is also going to go for Trick in a similar way, but this time it's Red Flame, mm. uh, and they will both miss with a. Uh, just didn't roll. They're just not not rolling very good on these. Uh, yeah. 16 and 17. Nope. No good against plate and a shield. What can I say? I'm very hard to hit. <laughs> and, and Yeah, that's like your whole build is be hard to hit and then be really tough if they manage it. Yeah. And what we call a tank. And, and, I, and what I have done is successfully drawn aggro. So <laughs> feeling good about that. Uh, the gold one is currently engaged with you. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's therefore also going uh, for you, uh, this time with, a, with the same kind of, of bright flame rippling along the length of an insubstantial sword. Ooh. Uh, first one is 25 to hit. Okay, yeah, that one hits. Uh, 10 radiant damage. You can take 10 radiant damage, that's fine. Uh, and the second is 18 to hit, so misses. Hey. Um, <laughs> basically, because everyone is is stunned, it just all of them get to go. So we're back to the blue one. Um, the blue one is going to step up to Ember and attempt to shove them further back. Hmm. So it's going to make a, a shove attack, which is just a strength based attack. Uh, rolled a natural twenty, and Ember is stunned. Yep. So I think we can say that Ember is pushed back you know, ten feet or so. Okie doke. Probably there. And, and uh, when you come round from your vision, you will come round staggering. Uh, Maynard, you're up. Hello. Hello. We found that magic hurts them. I'm sorry, I was fiddling um, with something else. Trick through a lightning javelin, and it seemed to have an effect. Excellent, cool. How about some more lightning? We love lightning. We love it in a judicious and careful way. Where we don't love it if it didn't work the first time. Hmm. Yes, correct. I am going to cast Lightning Bolt uh, in a line, catching the gold one and the red one. Yep. Oh, can we say it, it hits me too? Because we have more or less where you're yet, standing. So we we'll just sort of say you take a couple of steps that way to get them in a straight line and have a go at them. Yeah, sounds Ow. good. I'm going to cast it at. Fourth level, because I'm not using my fourth level spell slots for anything else. Oh, Duchette didn't actually end up on my... Um, sorry, Duchette should be taking your turn in there, but I didn't... She rolled so bad on initiative, I didn't even put her on the list. <laughs> oh. I know. Um, but I'm also going to roll because she might be having a vision. Uh, she's... No, I did, I did roll for her to not have a vision. I remember I rolled for her to not have a vision. Um, she's gone invisible. Oh, <laughs> you great. Don't know where she is. 
Yeah, good reaction. <laughs> but I was not invisible. Um, <laughs> may not. Carry on. Excellent. All right, let's explode some things. All right, to dexterity saves from both of those, please. Okay. Conveniently, I have both a gold dice and a red dice, which will make it really easy to know which one of them rolled what. Um, both middling. Um, gold rolled uh, 15? Nope. Yeah, and uh, red rolled a 14. Nope. In which case, um, they both take 31 points of lightning <laughs> damage. Oh. oh, nice! That's nice, pew, pew. in my opinion. Twiggy, you have really, really started having a go at the gold one already. Okay, Trick, you're back. Alright. Um, I am thinking that what I'd like to do is I would like to, I would like to circle this um, gold one because I have this idea that what I'd like to do is have my back to the orb. Okay. Um, oh, it is, for reference, it is rough terrain inside this area because of all the still moving pieces. So you you, you have enough movement to, to sort of get to there, but not further. That's fine. Because you're going at half speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I will, and I'm just trying to get in the back of the gold one, trying to bring it down. Mm-hmm. Since I'm, since I'm in here already. Um, just some regular old attacking. Um. First one is 25 to hit. Hits. For 9 damage. Ah, that second one is 11 to hit. 11 is, uh, you, you, you... It's frustrating trying to stab something that may not be just invisible, but insubstantial. Mm. At least some of the time. Because you're sure that should have hit, but apparently nothing... There was no resistance to the blade. Yeah. Carving right through in between that. Very annoying. Yeah. But hey, I got one sword hit in. But you, you got one, one time you felt like you hit something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the orb once again flashes uh, very bright, and everyone needs to make once again a wisdom saving throw. I'm afraid having it back to it does not help with this. Alas. I'll it, was that a, in mind. It, it was a reasonable thing to try, but uh, it's more mystic than that. Hmm. I don't think a 13 is good enough. 13 is not. Another mm. 15. Fail. Mine was just teetering on the edge of. 19 and 3, oh. and uh, landed on the 3. Oh okay. no. Fail. Suchette failed. Uh, 20 for Maynard. Maynard. Maynard succeeded. <laughs> Maynard, I hope I'll save you. Did, did Trick fail as well? The 13. Yeah, so everyone except, everyone except Maynard. Oh, hang on a second. I'm going to re-roll that saving throw. 12! <laughs> Unfortunately, Ooh. you are indomitably. I am nevertheless dom- dominated. Yes. <laughs> um. Anyone who is within oh shit within ten feet of me gets a plus yeah. three bonus to saving throws. Fortunately, right. there's currently no one. Yeah. No. Oh. Should bear that in mind, though. <laughs> For future reference, you might be better off at the moment sticking near Amber. Mm. Um. But so those of you who are having visions. Mm. You are kneeling in a f- field, and there are, it's not grass beneath you, it is green shoots of something uh, stiff and spiky and, and pale green, like it's just come out of the earth. And you are kneeling in front of a great stone statue carved from some kind of golden sandstone, 
It's in the uh, figure of a person, a human with a, a heavy bull's head and a heavy, rounded, pregnant belly. They are down on, on one knee, reaching a hand out towards you as if offering something towards you. The grain around the statue seems taller and livelier and further through its growth and hanging down from the outstretched arm are lush grapevines and the figure seems to be smiling. Unfortunately, you are also stunned because it takes at least five of your six second turn to have this vision. Mm. We, we know this deity, don't we? Mm-hmm. You have seen this pregnant figure with the bull's head before, yes. Mm. Um, Rill is stunned. Yep. I believe the green one is still marked by Trick. Uh, no, because I have been incapacitated. Okay. Uh, nonetheless, <laughs> it's pointing at you. That is also true. It is, it is still going to have a go at hurling some, some radiant flame Ooh, at you. Well, it does have advantage on these attacks, so it's more like you are stunned. Indeed. Uh, so yeah, first one is 24. Cool, that's a hit. Please take 8 radiant damage. Can do. And second, natural 20. Well, yeah. 17 radiant damage. Mmm. I feel like my vision is being interrupted by um, visions of green fire. Yeah, I feel like that you're, you have a sort of dual awareness thing going on. Uh, Ember is having a vision. Mm-hmm. Uh, the red one, having just been hit by a lightning bolt, is going to attempt to reciprocate towards Maynard, who is not having a vision. I think Maynard made the save. Uh, yes, he did. Right, so these are regular attacks. Uh, first one is nine. Nope. Second one is 19. Yeah. What happens? What is it doing to me? It's four radiant damage as a handful of uh, red flame lashes out at you. Cool. Okay, I can deal with that. Yeah, it rolled, it rolled fairly nicely on that for you. It's the red one, the gold one is still in melee with Trick and is therefore... It actually has to sort of move in order to point at Trick because of it being tethered at the back. So it's coming around like that. But as Trick is stunned, there will not be any fancy footwork for getting to that. Um, there will be, however, be two melee attacks, uh, the better of which was 19. Uh, no, that won't, that won't do it, I'm afraid. Yeah, second one was both twos. So you are safe for now due to wearing a lot of armor. That's right. Gold one, uh, Zouchette is, having turned invisible and done some moving last time, going to attempt a thing. Uh, you see the orb, well, Maynard sees the orb flash instantaneously, and, and this dark Zouchette-shaped silhouette, um, as she has clearly tried to just grab it, out of the machine to see if she can pull it off um, and has not succeeded um, and sort of reflexively drops and rolls uh, away from uh, away from the machine uh, and ends up probably about there-ish. Mm. Uh, <laughs> top of the round, uh, the blue one objects to this, so we'll throw some fire at Zuchette. 
One of them misses, one of them hits. So Zhuchet takes some fire damage from that. Uh, Maynard. Your turn. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it is. All of your friends are like staring uselessly into space. Oh, that's so useless. Um, right, do what I can do. And what I can do is throw lightning around with, uh, with pretty, pretty decent precision. I'm going to go for the, um, the red and the gold one again because uh, my very prone friend. I don't, I don't want them to die particularly. That's fair, that's fair. <laughs> so uh, another another lightning bolt's gonna gonna crack out. So and uh, two more dexterity more checks, throws. please. Sorry, dexterity saves. Yeah. Uh, do 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 do. Where's the character? Where's the sheet gone? Uh, yeah. Uh, gold one uh, seventeen. Yeah, they pass. They get half. Uh, yeah. Uh, however, the red one was a nine. Okay, in which case a red one will be getting 27 lightning damage, <laughs> oh, man. and the, uh, the gold one will be getting eh, 13. It feels like you could have lined up the blue one pretty easy. Well, like... it's a bit late for that now. So, so. You can point that out when you come out of your stun. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you saw it or anything. As <laughs> far as you one. know, I was tactically perfect. <laughs> yeah. Trick is engaged with having a vision, uh, and then it's the orb's turn again. <laughs> now, to be clear, once it's past our stun turns, are we no longer stunned? Uh, you get a fresh save for each vision attempt, which it makes every round. Okay, okay, sure, that makes sense. So if you make this save, then you won't be having a vision and we'll have a full turn. Otherwise, gotcha, gotcha. you'll be having another vision. Mm -hmm. Payoff for which is you get, like, potentially interesting little plot visions, but yeah. the downside is hmm. you're stunned. Hmm. And Zouchette needs to make a save. Hey, rolled. Rolled pretty good. So Zouchette's okay. Well, I rolled an eight. Trick just likes the history visions, okay? Trick is interested. Look, I have a plus two to wisdom. I'm going to fail about half of these. A bit more than half of these, okay? <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, it's uh, uh, Maynard's letting down the side this time uh, with 10. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, that's on a crystal save. Oh, my fucking gosh. <laughs> I got a 14. I have a oh. plus 7 to my wisdom save. Oh, <laughs> Rill comes out of his finally with a 24 on his wisdom save. Yeah, Rill, Rill is awake now. <laughs> so, Rill and Zouchette, I think, are currently up. The other three of you. Um, it helps that you know it's a vision because it's very symbolic. It doesn't feel like you are in a kind of reality that you're used to. Mm -hmm. um, but you see or you sense or you interpret the mystic energies as a deep, velvety, dark presence and a vibrant sunlight, and a, an aggressive, joyously violent one, and they are quarrelling, mm -hmm. and the bright one is, you think, getting the better of this 
disagreement. It's not in words. It's not you can't really divine what the what the matter at hand is, only that they are quarreling. And then a great oceanic wave sweeping into the argument as a, a third point in the disagreement. Um, and also you're stunned for the next turn, which makes it Rill's turn. All right. Um, Rill comes out of being stunned for several rounds, uh, very annoyed with this orb. Uh, oh boy. Is Trick also stunned? Oh, very much stunned. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Um, let's see. 10, 20. I don't think Rill can get to the orb, can he? From where he's at? 30 feet. Ah, uh, damn. He'll, uh, he'll start in that direction, at least. Okay. You can get up to he'll, he'll get as close as he can. Get, get that far. Didn't you say that was no. difficult terrain in there? Oh, sorry. Yes, it is. So, oh. be there. Not there. Okay. All right. I'm helping. Um, yeah, you're very helpful. Thank you. Um, Rill is going to use his uh, spiritual weapon to. Uh, my cat decided to join me. Um, Hi, cat. Apologies if you can hear her. Uh, um, the internet. We don't apologize for cats. <laughs> Uh, uh, Rill is going to use his spiritual weapon to smack this uh, blue glowing one, invisible thing. Um, actually, are they still invisible? Can we sort it, of make you, them you're, th There's no difficulty in knowing where they are, because mm -hmm. the, the sort of, the machine parts, you know, the bits of mirror and gem and wire, form a kind of armor for them. Hmm, okay. So there's no problem. You're not at a disadvantage to attack them. It's just that you can't exactly make out the figures, but you 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 have you're sure where they are. It's you're fine to attack them. Right. Okay. Um in that case he is going to use um his spiritual weapon to just smack the the closest one to him. let's see. Uh 23 hits. I I hope. 23 does hit. All right. And that is seven. Oh, sorry, eleven points of force damage. Mm -hmm. Um, and then he is going to try and use his action to cast. Um, he's going to try and cast darkness on the orb. Okay. Uh, magical darkness spreads from this point that he chooses in a fifteen-foot radius sphere. Uh, for up to 10 minutes, as long as he can keep concentration on it. Okay. Interesting. Um, anything without dark vision can't see through the darkness, and non-magical light can't illuminate it. I'm not sure what this is going to do, if anything, but he has it in his pocket, and if he's getting closer to this thing, he's going to try and at least make it easy on the eyes. <laughs> Beautiful logic. I love it. Uh, if the point you choose is an object which I guess this is, um, the darkness emanates from the object and moves with it. Sure. And it doesn't have to make a... There's no save or anything. It just sort of happens. Or at least that's what he's hoping as he um, as he pulls this bit of, of bat fur um, out of his pocket and just sort of uh, holds it between his thumb and a forefinger as he 
you know, casts this spell through the air and, and throws this darkness at the orb. Okay. You throw this sort of handful of darkness and it wraps around the orb and spreads rapidly out to its full 15-foot radius. So it's sort of about a five-foot gap in from this, this inner circle here. Okay. Um, and it's really weird because it blocks all light except for the orb. <laughs> the orb is not a non-magical source of light. Yeah, I thought it wouldn't be, but I yeah, thought maybe I'm it would help, it. Uh, I yes. don't know, dim it or something. I don't know. It does dispel light-creating spells of second level or lower, but this is also mm, not that. Yeah. Uh, so you have made a really cool light effect. <laughs> it is full yeah, on a rave. Like? This, is, this is full on a rave. There's like a, a dark light glowing orb in a heavily shadowed area. <laughs> Oh, There's no. just this like weird eldritch gleam off of all of the moving metal parts and the bits of mirror. Oh, can he dr- can he drop it um, once he realizes it's not working before his turn ends? Just cast <laughs> it. Like, like, mm, I didn't do anything. Bonus action. No, you used your bonus action to use your spiritual weapon. So oh, you're, 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 right. I'm going to make you wait till next turn to drop it as a bonus oh, no. action. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cool rave effects are go. You have made a disco. This art, the art of this particular fight is going to be just amazing. <laughs> oh, but on, as absolutely. a point of order, darkness is a concentration spell. Yes, it is. And generally speaking, you can drop concentration instantly. However, so is spiritual weapon. Oh, oh no, that makes yeah, it worse. It so <laughs> you cast darkness, your spiritual weapon drops. And you've made a disc. A uh, spiritual weapon isn't concentration. No, oh. it's not. No, it's not. It just stays up for one minute. I don't have to concentrate on it. Okay. <laughs> it's much funnier, however, if I make you wait till your next turn to drop concentration. You're right, it does not take a bonus action to do it, but uh That's yeah. it is it is much funnier. It is much funnier. <laughs> <laughs> in a disco for the next six Hey, seconds. listen, like I, I'm stunned anyway, I don't care. You're stunned. I, was say, I did disco. accidentally just also blind uh <laughs> yes. trick. Look, look. If you don't have hallucinations, are you even at the club? <laughs> I shouldn't have touched that phosphorus water. It did some weird shit to you. <laughs> I mean, I was waiting to see if anyone was going to drink it. Um, okay. The now much more spooky green one is going to turn and throw some some radiant fire at Zushet, uh, because she was the most recent person to try and deal the orb. Um, one of them. Let me check her AC actually, because her AC is not high because she's an wizard. Oh no, they both hit because her AC is not high because she's an wizard. Oh no. So she is full on hit by uh, two handfuls of uh, green flame. Oh my god. Mage armor is ranged touch, it's not ranged self. <laughs> oh, you can give someone else mage armor. Nice. You can. Just mentioning that for future reference for him. Just in case Trick ever needs another layer. Oh, no, I mean, it wouldn't. It's, it's, it's ineffective on people who are already armored. It doesn't ah, stack with armor. Zuchette, um, however. Yeah, however, could, could be granted mage armor if anyone didn't want theirs. Yes. You can probably cast it twice on different people, to be fair. Yes, you can cast it twice on different people. It's non-concentration. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Zuchette has been radiantly fired upon. Sucks to be Zuchette. Mm. That was the green one. Ember, I think you're having a vision still. 
I am. Uh, the red one is going to go for Rill, who is not having a vision. So these are regular attacks. Uh, I think they might both miss. 11 definitely misses, and the other was 14. Also misses. Okay. The red one is going to add to the disco light effects with two handfuls of red radiant fire, but not actually hit you with them. Um, the gold one is going to keep attacking Trick, I'm afraid. That's all right. Natural 20. <laughs> okay, that's less all right. I mean, think you have a monk, maybe? A monk would be quite cool. We've not had a monk yet. Uh, roll horribly, though. So seven radiant damage from the first attack. Okay. Uh, second one, you'll be fine. 16 to hit. Yeah, no. So not, not too bad under the circumstances from the gold one. See, I'm just lucky it's not real fire, so I'm not, like, boiling in my armor. Yeah, no, it's radiant fake fire. Hmm. Suchette is going to have a quick mental flick through her spell list. She's also going to back up slightly, because she's really standing too close to these things that can do melee. Um, and it's just going to go ahead and do a firebolt, uh, as is tradition, at um, the green one. Yeah, ranges ranges miles, so that's fine. Didn't roll good though. <laughs> However, you don't need to roll good when you're so shit. Um, <laughs> she rolled an eight, but she hit because she's very good at magic like, and has has a nose-sized staff of being better at it. <laughs> I think I'd hit on an eight. To be fair, yeah, you're very good at hitting with swords. Fair. She do, 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 do. just needs to check the damage. All of it. She does all the damage. Does 32 points of fire damage to the green one. Which she feels at least somewhat redeems her abject failure to grab the orb. Top of the round, we are back to the blue one who is going to swivel and come and have a melee go at Rill. Uh oh. Yeah, sorry, you like. You got yourself involved. Yeah, yeah, he did. Uh, first attack is an 18. Yep. That's 7 radiant damage. And the second is a 23. Definitely. So another 8 radiant damage. Okay. Uh, Maynard, I think, is stunned. Yep. Trick is stunned. Yep. The orb flashes <laughs> from inside no. the disco zone. Fuck this orb. God, I hate this orb. A GM who's worried about who's worried about killing their players in this encounter might might let the darkness give us adva advantage. Maybe such a GM might. No, no, worth a shot. The, the GM is in fact not worried. <laughs> <laughs> How does fifteen do? Fifteen does not make it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> how how powerful did you think this artifact was going to be? I mean. For for a, for an effect that it blasts out every turn. Twenty-one. Twenty-one's fine. What is the DC here? High. I mean, <laughs> Al Grant. Uh, Zuchet is okay. I got an eighteen. Ember is okay. <gasps> yes. Uh oh, twenty-three. Maynard yes. is okay. Yes. Trick sadly is he's currently got more limbs than they are used to having. Oh no. Ugh. Like, you are used to having two arms, which you do, 
and two legs, of which you appear to have eight at the moment, and you are <laughs> about ten feet tall, all things considered, because your legs can push you a long way up. You are dual-wielding uh -huh. axes, and you are locked in combat uh, with three or four dwarves who yep, are yep. working very hard oh, to kill yeah. you, but you are a super cool rider and are quite hard to kill. Right. I have been blessed of, of, of it that waits. You feel extremely blessed. Living my best life. <laughs> you, are, you are doing what you were made to do. Which is, to be clear, genocide. Which is genocide. You are wearing padded spider silk armor. You can see 120 feet even in the pitch black. In every direction? Yes, through extra mm. eyes. <laughs> and uh, you are having just a great time. You feel exhilarated by this whole uh, experience. Fantastic. I really hope I survive to enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Real. The trick is looking like they would really appreciate one turn of not being stunned, in which they could use second wind. Uh, Rill is going to, um, hmm, yeah, he's going to drop the darkness as a bonus action. Mm -hmm. So unfortunately, there no is longer now just, time. just blaring light. Um, he is going to run up to the orb and try and just try and grab that. Out of the. Oh. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> gotta do something. <laughs> uh, he is going to try and grab it and very firmly say, We have a destiny, we don't need yours, stop it. Call the orb into submission. Okay, roll me first a persuasion check and then what? a. I mean, it might work. It might work? You never know. Uh, really, uh, really a... trying to persuade. I, I, I don't know. Well, uh, he's not actually. He's not very good at it at all. Uh, that was a 10. <laughs> he's trying to persuade, but uh, it wasn't his most convincing attempt. No. I... And then what am I rolling after that? Strength. Strength. Good. Great. My favorite. Ah, oh, fuck. Uh, that's an 8. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's, like, really firmly wedged or it, it, it's odd it's not actually in any kind of setting there's nothing actually holding it in place but it's not budging well damn yeah sucks um this uh, green one sorry go ahead oh i was gonna say if he can um sort of uh mm, i don't know no never mind i was gonna say if he could like duck under it and get to the other side and not be like pinched between three uh <laughs> because it is difficult terrain he has used all his movement to get oh, fuck. that's right i forgot it was difficult terrain okay never mind he'll stay there and try and help trick i guess <laughs> okay the, the, this green one doesn't like you trying to steal its orb no i didn't think it would <laughs> yeah is it is a slight thing did you recall did you use a bonus action yes he dropped darkness uh, that wouldn't be a bonus, oh, yeah, action. Not a bonus action spiritual weapon if you want to oh okay good then yeah, he's going to use yeah he's going to uh use that and drag his spiritual weapon um just over towards him um and try and mm, seeing the green one coming for him he's probably going to try and whack that one with it hit the orb hit the orb see what happens uh 
We kind of want it intact. I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but not right now. Um, we'll see how this goes. That is a 25 to hit. 25 does hit. And he's going to smack it for 10 points of force damage. 10 points of force damage. Okay. And that's his turn. Yeah, the green one's definitely going to have a melee go at you because you're trying to steal its orb. Uh, first attempt is uh, 17. That hits. Uh, please take 9 radiant damage. Okay. And the second attempt, uh, much worse, 12. Does not hit. You're good. Ember, you're, I believe, not currently having a vision. Yes! Ember is going to a light kinder, kindler and uh, rush for the... Which one? Which one? Uh... Rush for the blue one. Hmm. And that's going to be a 23 to hit on the first oh, yeah. attack, which is 14 plus. That's going to be 16 damage. And then the second hit is a 27 to hit. <laughs> yeah. And oh, it's going to be. A much less impressive 13 damage. Okay. Still pretty good for one turn. Yes. Oh, and... No, that's all. Okay. Uh, red one is gonna move back here, and working around the orb uh, is going to have a go at Rill. Oh no. You're trying to steal the orb, and Trick is staring into space. What? So currently you are a threat. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's harsh, but it's true. Uh, nine to hit yeah, is yeah. terrible. That is terrible, yes. Uh, Just bounces 16, right off his scale mail. 16 is not much better. Okay. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, so six total damage. Okay. From the uh, red one. Uh, the gold one. How are you looking, Trick? I mean, I've been playing it up but honestly i in in 4e terms i'm not even bloodied um i am looking beaten about a bit but you are, are not even at less than half your hit points that is correct i am yeah it's gonna keep going honestly, at you yeah it's not yet <clears throat> going with the i have fully subdued this enemy logic yeah no <laughs> however it rolled a one and a two so the first attack misses mm. uh so will the second uh 16 doesn't hit you it does not, no. So the gold one is ineffectual this turn. Uh, Zouchette is feeling good about this throw firebolts at the things until they stop tactic. Uh, and we'll target the green one with a firebolt. Mm. Even for Zouchette, I think that misses. Because she is very good, but she did roll a four. Not quite, not quite enough. So her firebolt sadly uh, does not does not hit. Um, she doesn't have a lot of bonus action uh, options at this time. So she is just going to uh, just going to kind of circle back around this way a bit to be more uh, more in range of people. Should people need running up to in a hurry. Um, the blue one is engaged with Ember, and will make two attacks with its invisible, but nonetheless 
divinely burning sword. It misses with the first one. It, it rolled a 16 with the second. That also misses. There we are. Nothing gets past Kindler. <laughs> Maynard, you're up. Okie dokies, okie dokies. Um, let's do something for Ember. And I cast Haste on Ember. Ooh. Ember Eight. is fast. Uh, you get a plus two bonus to AC, advantage on deck saving throws, and you get an extra attack. Well, an extra action. So if you take Ooh. two attacks, you get two extra actions. Yeah. Nice. And you can also use that to like dash, disengage, hide, whatever. Awesome. Nice. And that is my turn. That is your turn. Uh, Trick, unfortunately, is spending their turn uh, being a drider, locked in holy combat. Um, and then the orb does its orby thing. Mm. Oh, please, God. What can I say? Be more wise. Zuchette rolled a one. Zuchette is not wise. I've tried to be wise. I'm more wise than you would imagine. <laughs> I'm wiser than the average fighter, but I did just roll a six overall. Oh dear. <laughs> Regrettable. Uh, 22 for real. Really's good? Mm. Yeah. He's got a plus eight, so... <laughs> real is actually unexpectedly wise for a functionally 19-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> 23. Ember is fine. Mm. I swear it's going to be sucky because I don't think it can hold concentration while I'm stunned. So, and I got 14. I don't uh, think you can either. You were sorry. you were fast, Ember. <laughs> I know. I should have gone for the lightning bolt. I should have gone for the lightning bolt. You were fast. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm having a nap. <laughs> All good. You're, Hold you're... on, do you get to have a vision of being a drider? Not of being a drider. You have a vision. You are in a white marble temple. And you are in the great open space of the sanctuary. And you are striding towards the open entrance of the temple, which is this colonnade, sunlit outside. And... Coming towards you, there are several figures uh, in togas. Uh, you are also wearing a toga. Uh, they look extremely serious. Two of them are carrying or walking with what look to your eyes like wizard stuffs. And you feel in your chest the expectation that you are about to have an argument. Hmm. Uh, Rill, you are, I think, not having this vision? Yes. Real is not having this vision. Um, and he is... Um, hmm, okay, are you getting down? Goodbye. Um, my cat decided to stop helping. Um, fuck. Uh, you know, grabbing grabbing the orb didn't go so well last time, so um, Real is instead going to try and... Um, grab this this green one with all these armaments and gems and, and things mm -hmm. around it. He's going to try and grab on to whatever physical part of it he can. Um, and he's going to cast Inflict Wounds. Mm -hmm. Oh, and he, that's just super doesn't hit. That's a three. But. Doesn't hit. I'm sorry. Well, it's an eleven. He rolled a three. 
Yeah. Even, is closer, but still no. Okay. Uh, since that did not work, his hand just sort of slips off of whatever piece of metal he was grasping at. He is going to uh, swing his other hand around and motion for the spiritual weapon to slam down on top of it again. Nice. With a 18. Hits. Okay. And that'll be 12 points of force damage. Nice, nice. The green one is, is looking less intact than, than when you began, certainly. Good. And it hits two of these things, huh? Yeah. It, it, it's experiencing some wear and tear. Good. <laughs> uh, is Trick in a, a vision right now? Trick is currently in a vision, yes. Shit. I guess, I guess real elbowing them wouldn't um, help, really, at all, would it? I'll let you do it as a free action. I'm afraid it doesn't, doesn't rouse them, but you can elbow them if you want to. Yeah, I think he notices them just sort of, like, staring into space while they are being peered down at by four of these things. Uh, and it's just attempting to rouse them while also trying to control his spiritual weapon and not be blinded by the orb, and there's a lot going on in a this A lot room. going on, but one of the things going on is your elbowing trick. Yes. <laughs> Luckily, Trick is wearing a lot of armor, so it's not being bruised by your elbows. Good. <laughs> know what it feels about this situation, but it's attacking you. Okay. Um... First one is 14. It misses. Second one is a 10. Ah, good. Real can just sort of weave out of the way of that one. Yeah. And then Ember. All right. Swinging at the same one with Kindler. Uh, first is a 15. Misses, I'm afraid. Okay. Uh, God damn it. Second is a natural one. Oh, sadness. Yeah. So we're going to miss. Using Kindler like a baseball bat. Yep. May, may I suggest that you might want to move slightly closer? I was just going to say, okay. um, I'm also going to position myself right next to Trick and... Um... Um, yay! Yeah, you can actually get that. Right? Even with difficult terrain, you can get to there, and then they get the bonus to their next saves. Yay! Yay! Which may help. Thank you, Amber! It may help. What was the bonus? It's plus three. Plus three. Sick. Fairly substantial. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's almost proficiency. Ba -ba -ba -bum -bum -bum. Whose turn is it, do we think? Well, my list says it's the red one. So I'm going to assume that's correct. They were previously having a go at real. Um, I think they probably still are. First one was a seven. Oh, no. <laughs> that's just sad. Second was a. 12. They have become. Like, at the start of this fight, they were rolling really good attacks, and now they're just. not. <laughs> um, they were. Uh, Real is mostly just moving on, like. anything Real except for sight. He's, he's barely able to keep his eyes open this close to the fucking orb. Yeah, Real is um, playing dodgeball. Yeah. Uh, the gold one is still in melee with Trick, and Trill Trick is not yet looking uh, at Death's Door. Mm. So it's gonna keep that up. Uh, first one, 17, so it misses. Mm -hmm. And second one, 16. So it misses. Yeah. yeah, just like a big lump of metal. Trick is attacked. Trick is standing there immobile, but still fundamentally is an armoured vehicle. And very hard to meaningfully damage. Mm. Um, Suchette, I think, is going to stick with a winning formula. I'll just cast my eye over her spells again, but I think she's feeling feeling positive 
uh, about this because she doesn't want to try that because it might. She doesn't want to try dispelling magic because she thinks the magic of the things is tied up with the magic of the orb, and she doesn't want to risk damaging it. Um, mm. And she is really quite good at burning things with firebolts. Like if she can hit them, it's quite a lot of fire. So uh, she will. Should go for the green one because the green one is looking fairly damaged. There we go. That's the sort of number you want to see. That was an eighteen plus her bonus plus her attack modifier. So that was a there we go. Big old hit, and she gets to roll four d ten and do twenty one fire damage to the green one, uh, which is uh, just about enough. So, um. It it doesn't fall down like a creature that's been been rendered unconscious. It dissipates back into the moving parts that it came from. So you don't see anything. It doesn't become visible. You don't. You're not sure there was ever technically a creature there separate from the armor around it, but that part of this complex machinery has gone back to its non-aggressive uh, orbiting pieces rather than trying to kill anyone. Hmm. So the green one is off the map. Uh, the blue one, regrettably, is engaged with Ember. <laughs> First one is 16. Nope. Second one is 18. That still just bounces off my armor. Nice. Just a whole family of armored vehicles. <laughs> um, Maynard. Sorry, wasn't I having a vision, or is the vision... Sorry, yes, you were having a vision. Yeah. Quite right. You were having a vision, and Trick was having a vision, and then it's the bloody orb's turn. Yeah. Everyone roll your save. Bye. Later. Zouchette rolled a natural 20. Zouchette is so good at not having visions that she is learning no history. Yeah. 20! Crack out some of those big spells. Yay, Trick is back with us. That is a 25 from Rule. Really with us. Trick is with us. 23. Ember's with us. And Maynard. 15. That's very sad. Is that. Oh, wait, no, you're back there. I'll get the vision everybody missed, shall I? You just pick yeah. up on the D. You, you're the only one attending this class, and you'll have to take notes for everyone else. Well, I've had this dream before. <laughs> <laughs> you are on a rocky beach, and you are stepping out onto a very thick iron chain, which, as you look Shit. along it, stretches over the waves and into the twilight at the edge of the world. And you are walking confidently along it as if there is something other than the void at the far end of this chain. And you have in your arms, wrapped in waxed fabric, a bundle of books. Cool. That one's a little more cryptic than the others, but that's, no, sorry. I like sorry. that a lot. I have ideas. <laughs> you have theories. I hope everybody else has been writing down their visions. I mean, I've only been written down the ones I've had. <laughs> Proceed. So this is me writing down your visions. Don't mind me. Oh, good. Although since I know what they refer to, mine are fairly uh, brief and abstract notes. 
Um, <laughs> what was that? That was the orb. Rill, you're not having a vision. Yay. Uh, Rill is so happy about not having a vision. He is going to... Um, like you. Yes. Uh, he is... Oh, what kind of damage? Oh, I do anything. Shit. Uh, he's going to um, reach back and cast Cure Wounds on Drick because they are the closest... Um, per Well, no, Ember's back. How's Ember looking, actually? I think Ember's uninjured. Oh, really? Maybe yep. not completely, but and, and, and oh wow! Stuff. Okay, all right. In that case, yeah, real's gonna real's gonna heal trick, um, with a cure wounds of you get ten uh, hit points back. Trick, that's all right. All right, um, and real is going to like almost double cast by like putting a a uh, a hand on trick's side where he had earlier um, tried to jab him with his elbow. Um, <laughs> And then with his free hand, he is going to bring his uh, bring his spiritual weapon down on the uh, the green monstrosity there. The, the green one is gone. So the, this this is your spiritual oh. weapon. It's just on the map because it has a movement. Oh, shoot. You're right. Sorry. I hadn't been looking at the thing. No, no, you're fine. Um, in that case, I'll move on to the blue one um, hey. since the green one has been reabsorbed. The green one has been reabsorbed. Uh, and that was a 27 to hit. Yes. Wow. Uh, and that's going to be 10 points of force damage as nice. this spiritual mace just smacks into the side of this thing. And that's his, uh, that's his turn. Nice. Uh, Ember. Alrighty. Um, I'm going to do what I do. Ooh, first one is a 21 to hit. Oh, yes. Hella. And I'm going to add, uh, add, um, Divine Smite to that. Sorry, hey. it's just blanking on what that was called. Okay. My big Divine Smite. That is going to be 39 damage. Ooh. Is this on the blue one? Uh, yes. Yeah, that, that, that will do it. That will knock it awesome. out. And then um, for my second attack, I will head over onto the orange one. Or the yellow one. Gold. Gold. That's Gold. that's the one, and that is a fifteen to hit. Misses, I'm afraid. Okay, um, yeah, and that's my turn. Okay, uh, the red one, uh, I think is going to go for you because none none of you three are currently soft targets. So, well, I mean, real is. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> But it really, really is in the sense of not, not as armored, rather than in the sense of currently having a vision. Um, you know what? It's going to be one for Rill and one for Ember, because you both just did murder against its brethren. Uh, so first against Rill at 19. Yep. That'll smack him. So that's four radiant damage. Okay. And second against Ember, uh, 24. Oh, that, that does hit. And that's six radiant damage. All right. Technically, it could close to melee, but it doesn't. It makes basically the same attack either way, so I don't think it wants to, because it's observed that you are some of you meleeers. Mm. Um, so that was the red one. Uh, the gold one uh, has, up until now, been engaged with Trick, but I think Ember is a more lively target. Uh, however, it, it really doesn't matter who it's targeting because it rolled. 
a nat one uh, and a twelve. Oh. So the gold one doesn't know who it's targeting, and that's why it missed. Uh, Zouchette is not having a vision. She's doing fine. Um, she's going to go for the red one as the one that is currently uh, less attended to, uh, and knocks it out of the park. Does a mere thirty damage. Because if, you, if you're a high-level wizard and you hit with your firebolt, it's really good. Oh. Uh, the red one is still coherent, but not very. It's kind of... There's little flares as it starts to dissipate and then recoalesces. It's not quite as whole as it ideally should be. Um, blue one is off the map. Maynard is currently taking notes. Trick is not having a vision. <laughs> It's time for me to do some beating up instead, then. Um, you say the red one is starting to fall apart. The, the red one looks very close to uh, dissipation, yes. Mm, I'd love to take advantage of that, but you see, I don't want to get more than 10 feet away from Ember, so alas. Um, I am going to absolutely wail on the orange one instead. Okay. As hard as my little arms will let me. That is a. 14. Miss, I'm afraid. I should imagine. But I redouble my efforts with the 21. Hits. Nice. That's 10 slashing damage. 10 slashing damage. Against the batting evil. bits out of it. Get rid of that mirror. Get rid of that rock. Don't know which of these are your vital parts, but I know you need some of them. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, please roll a save. A wisdom save. Oh, that is 22. Oh, no. That is no, that's 25. Trick is good. Zushet's having a vision. Uh, Real got cocky. That was an 11. Oh. <laughs> 22 it, for Ember. Ember's good. 25 for Maynard. Guess who's getting lightning bolts? <laughs> Maynard is good. Zushet and Rill will be stunned for the next turn because instead of this battlefield, uh, they are in. Oh, shoot. You've not exactly been to a place like this, but drow are still close cousins of elves, and the aesthetic sensibilities are still quite close. You are definitely in an elven retreat. Huh. The, the way that the buildings fit around the trees, the way the paths are, the fact that you're surrounded by elves, you know, that's a clue, but that you're helps, not just... Yeah. But you're not just in a settlement with a lot of elves in. This is specifically one of the retreats where they raise their children, where their elders live. And you are facing some call something glowing, something with wing. And it is issuing in ringing tones an absolute command that a certain section of your library is going to be destroyed. This is not optional. This is not negotiable. This is a divine command. Those books are to be destroyed. Okay. Interesting. I mean, if you all die in this fight, you'll die knowing things. Yeah. Yes, we will. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, you are stunned, so you missed this turn. Ember, you're up. Okay. That's a... 27 to hit on the first one. And that is going to be 
plus I'm adding Divine Smite at a lower level. That's a 21 to hit. Or no, it's not not to hit. 21 damage. Mm -hmm. Against the gold one. That actually pretty much covers it. Yeah. Ember is the slayer of strange uh, machine entities. <laughs> All right. And the As red one is still... The red one is still active. All right. Then I will uh, move towards that and strike at that with my second hit. Yeah, you can just back at that. Mm, 17? 17 hits. Excellent. And I'm adding Divine Smite to this one as well. You should know, by the way, it's only got seven hit points. Oh, well, I overkill it. <laughs> with a 20... Seven, I think. Yeah, it. You you strike through the the main body of the thing and knock several of the delicate wire struts and mirror patches askew, and it starts to spread back into this constant, complex orbiting that you saw when you first came in, but having done all of this damage to what is, in the end, a singular machine, it does not simply resume its function. It all gradually spins and slows to a stop, and what was, an, a, a, what was a painfully bright white light coming from the orb is gradually pulsing and fading down into a gentle shimmer which becomes just a rock that drops and rings loud against the polished floor. Good work, Amber. And I will use and I will reach down and grab it. It's ready for those things to be gone. The colour comes into it slowly. When you pick it up, it's a rough-hewn lump of greyish-white, like quartz. But as the last of the light fades, it ripples with a blue-green shade that you have seen before. It matches the spire at the centre of the world, and it matches the gem that you previously saw set into the completed circlet. And this is one of the gems that you have come looking for. And it seems just more real than anything else around you. It feels powerful if only you knew how to tap it. I feel like a vandal. Still, we knew what we were coming here for. Right. Say, so, does that... It looks like it continues on like there is more passage past the chamber. Is that just that you did not draw out that far or is it just... Or is there actually more than one exit to the space? Yes, uh, there would be. You, did, you didn't really explore the chamber when you first came into it. Yeah. Um, partly because it's a very large chamber. But if you looking around without that great big bright thing in the way, uh, there is uh, another exit um, on the far side. Yes. Hmm. And with a little luck, we've got another way out. We've got a way out further on. Right. Are you resting or are we pressing on? I'm good to press on. How are the rest of you doing? I'm I'm good. Uh, I'm okay. 
You know, I've never been hit by radiant damage before. I didn't know that was what it felt like. I take a deep breath, roll my shoulders. You can hear the tendons in my back cracking. Um, they say, okay, I can press on. Rill, do you want a little bit of healing? Just a little bit, maybe. We don't know what else right. we're going to run into today, so. I will clap Rill on the back. Ten hit points? Thank you. All right. Well, let's see what this thing opens up for us. Lead the way. And because we have had a very long battle, I think that's a great place to pick up next session. Yes. <laughs> we can see. Come Out and Play is a real play podcast project, all trans, all the time. You can find us at CAOPcast on Patreon and on Twitter, and at our website, comeoutandplay.games. If you're trans or non-binary and you'd like to get involved, drop us a line. And as always, if you enjoy our show, share it with your friends, and if you don't enjoy our show, share it with your enemies. Word of mouth is how a project like this gets attention, and we just love attention. Just imagine how much sillier this all could have been if I had had three shots of espresso. <laughs> <laughs>